Last time on Good Neighbors. Beck and Flint followed Jude Keaton's tracks back to the gas station where he was abducted, but catastrophic bad luck follows them wherever they go. Fortunately, they run into the local author, Dr. Emmett Garcia Chalamet, who seems to understand the situation and guides them to the next clue. Cassius reunites with an old friend, opening his eyes to the danger in the area. Needing to reclaim his stolen keys, he follows a monster to the community center basement where June has them trapped. With the magic spell, June enables themselves to speak in the monster tongue and inquires into the whereabouts of the kidnapped student. When the creature, revealed to be a water leaper, escapes from its bindings, the good neighbors finally meet, and together they fend off the creature and allow it to escape so that they might follow it back to its master. As you as you get to the window, you can see that the creature has taken flight and is 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 like leaping from spot to spot. Uh, the water leaper, as you know, can uh, locally teleport from like door to door that it can see. So it's going to move fucking fast. I'm going to take off act after it and see if I can get the doctor to like just throw me his car keys and be like, "It's taking off. We're following it to get the kid." Damn. Uh, uh, nice. Uh, Soren, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, can I use oops while we're at the scene of the monster? Yeah, for sure. You got your keys back, bud. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna jangle my keys and be like, hey! I could drive us. When it pulled out all of its, like, weird toys and blankets out of its, uh, like, bottomless marsupial pouch, the keys had fallen out. And as you, uh, uh get up the stairs, you realize that it had fallen into, fallen, like, near you. Yes. Uh, as we run to the car, can I bow duke it over the hood? For sure. Fuck yeah. Do I have to roll for that? No, but if you want to fuck it up, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll for it. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm not really athletic. Um, what is that? Is that... Act under pressure, I guess. Pressure? Oh, I'm better at act under pressure than I am tough. Cool. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, that's a six. Six. I'm gonna say that this, you just fall off the side. It doesn't do any harm to you. You just look super dumb. I think this is... I don't, I'm not gonna give you experience for that, because that was not important at all. No, that's uh, fair. But it totally fits that you're like, I'm gonna slide over. You slam on the side. Uh, and you get back up as best you can. Is there anyone looking? As uh, we, like, leave the community center? Uh, at the moment, I think the only people that are still there are, like, arriving firefighters. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, when they fall, can I be like, cut, cut! Uh, guys, this is not Jill and Hulk type level of- Oh my gosh, this is- <laughs> Doesn't matter, right. doesn't Just matter, get in, get the, in car. the car. We'll get the B-roll we'll, of the car when it's driving away as I'm getting in the we'll car. We'll reshoot, we'll reshoot. <laughs> we'll reshoot the sliding section. Fix it in post. <laughs> Uh, Soren, quick, roll me a manipulated person to let the firefighters and the staff... Like, it's more like the staff will then relay that information to the firefighters. Uh, <laughs> uh, seven. Uh, all right, seven. Uh, they'll do it, but only if you do something right now to show them you mean it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, as I get in the car, pull out my phone and be like, Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. Do you have the blue pages for us yet? hope that does uh, enough, but if not, I'm not sure what else to do. I think they need to see some sort of film something. So if you have weird junk in your car that might benefit, that might show this is a movie scene. Do you have some, like, do. paper that you can be like, the script, the script! Gotcha, yeah, I'll, I'll pull out, I'll pull out, like, a stack of, uh, an old script of, uh, antiques, or, sorry, uh, yeah, antiques horror show. I'm gonna pull out one of the old <laughs> scripts from that that's just in my, um, uh, glove compartment and like leaf through it and be like, all right, where are we? Where are we? Okay, moving on to uh, um, setup B for uh, take six C. Uh, I think as you as you do that, there is one person on the and all of the staff and firefighters. There's like, was that fucking 
Was that the guy from Antiques Horror Show? Holy shit. What the fuck <laughs> is he doing here? Uh, <laughs> You're like, quiet on set. And someone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he says, it's a TV show. Uh, and uh, as you get in your car and drive off. Uh, the next day on Twitter, it starts trending that like Jake Gyllenhaal has tragically died <laughs> in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> No one saw him leave the building, and the firefighters yeah. <laughs> will not find the remains of Jake. <laughs> Jake has to constantly prove he's not a fake account. <laughs> he's just sitting there reading his reading his newspaper. He's like, "Huh? Apparently, I died yesterday." On the flip side, we do get him to play Jake Gyllenhaal in the indie movie about it. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Flint, you want to do one more thing before you all drive off? Yeah, I'm trying to signal to the doctor that we're on its tail and that he should probably follow us. Okay, it's going to take him a minute to get out of the crowd because he's been, like, signing posters and stuff. Um, uh, what direction is the monster heading? North, south, east, west? Uh, it is heading north... Ne- uh, never eat soggy weedies. Uh, northeast uh, towards... Uh, you're pretty close to it now already, but the Great Tupelo National Preserve. Which is uh, a swamp. I'm gonna no. let him know. Head towards Tubelo National Reserve. Also, they're empowered by water. Don't pull any more fire alarms. Uh, you get like a, a mouthed, like he doesn't say anything, but he mouths fuck uh, <laughs> to you and gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> awesome. I'm hopping and in the back seat of the car. I'm letting one of the other two take shotgun. Cassius, what does your car look like? Uh, it's like a it's a two door old like convertible. Uh, oh, I forget the actual make and model, but it was like it had wood paneling. Uh, but it's like a coupe and also a convertible. Um, so it just doesn't know what it wants to be as a car. <laughs> um, and it is not in good condition. It like have half of its bumper is like tied on with zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> One of the lights just looks like a sticker. Like it doesn't look, doesn't look like it's in good shape. <laughs> I love it. You uh, you take off uh, towards the creature, but the creature is moving fast. If you want to catch up to it, you're gonna have to run some lights. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna. Do they do they look like they have cameras? No, this is kind of an older shitty town that doesn't have like a lot of uh, tech yet. Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna shout Gyllenhaal! And I'm gonna run the red light. <laughs> I gotta, like, pay Jake Gyllenhaal for all yeah. of our weird <laughs> beef that we're showing him. Uh, sure. You, uh, give me an act under pressure to, like, avoid cars in the middle of this bad sitch. Seven! Uh... So, seven is a mixed success. You have three people in the car. If each one of them makes it, you could bring it up to a complete success. If y'all want. We're just trying to run a red light successfully? You're trying to run a series of red lights in Mm -hmm. which people are driving through them, because if you're in a red light, that means the other direction of car is going. So we should be rolling help out? Yeah. If you want to. But otherwise, I'm going to do it... Mixed success with Soren's car, or uh, Cassius's car. Yeah, I'm gonna roll help out. That's a seven. That will do one. Oh. I also got a seven. That's two. Am I allowed the power of the heart on this? You cannot. (laughs) How, (laughs) How does this big juicy five treat you? Oh, uh, that's gonna treat you like a car accident. Is what's gonna uh, do? Can I use? Is it possible at this point to use a luck to change the role of my? You, you could change it on your own for sure, and it won't, and no one else will come to harm. Yeah, that'd be great if I could use. All that right, uh, you use a luck point on yourself uh, as you are about to get uh, into a car accident. There's like a, a big wheeler that's about to make its way through town and slam uh, into. Uh, your car, uh, one of, uh, uh, I think you see that, uh, someone has accidentally run into a, uh, what's it, like a fire hydrant, 
And as the water spews out of it in like a great sort of waterfall, the 16-wheeler is forced to jerk to the side, and you narrowly avoid it while you keep your eyes on the creature. As it jumps from door to door, to mailbox, to mailbox, to fucking bike basket, like anything that has like a little lid or door on it, it seems to pop out of for a second and slip to the next one. And Everyone's wearing their seatbelts, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's like a click from the back seat. So uh, the, those seatbelts are mostly for show. Um, <laughs> uh, this car is pre-seatbelt law. <laughs> But inspection requires that I do put them in. They are n- I did sew it in myself, so uh, please do be careful. <laughs> Take care of each other. These seatbelts don't even match, man. There's Look, like a slight twang as one of them rips a little. It's form over function, alright? Mine's just a rubber band with some paper clips. It does the job partially. <laughs> This somewhere far away, whatever state inspection did this is very evil or very stupid. <sighs> or very corrupt. Or very corrupt. Yeah, you could pass an inspection sticker with uh, about 50 bucks in any state I've been to. That makes me sad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, so the, the Great Tupelo Natural Preserve isn't gated off or anything. There's, like, signs posted, like, hey, keep out. This is protected by the park rangers of Great Tupelo National State Preserve or whatever. Uh, But at the moment, there's not, like, anything barring you from entering. There are a number of parking spaces outside of it, and uh, there's plenty of room to get in. Uh, Without containers to leap in and out of, the creature's going to end up going on foot. Uh, Beck wants to try to use their phone. Is it not working? Uh, When was the last time you used magic? It was. Um, did I use it after the movie theater? I know I used it at the movie theater. I don't think so. I, I don't remember. I, I would say it's been long enough that it turns back on, yeah. Okay, I just want to text uh, Grandmaster Chuck Hayes that the aberration is at Tupelo. There's like a little wait, then a text back. Uh, well done, Acolyte. Uh, I'm proud of you. I think Beck screenshots the text message. <laughs> Oh. To save for later. Uh, oh. And and tells him, like, we'll proceed with caution. Okay. Uh, you got an okay. Uh, forward your coordinates if you need backup. If not, get out of there. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you if necessary, get out of there. And we will regroup. Okay. As, as we're pulling up to the thing, can I be like, okay, just to be clear, this is like a water-based creature of some kind. And we're about to walk into, like, a, a bog, yeah? I, I know the minion's water-based. I'm not entirely sure about the, uh, creature controlling it. Although I do suspect that it also carries, uh, some aquatic properties. There are any number of ways to continue researching what the bigger creature is, if you would like to take a minute and do that. Um... I just don't want to rush in underprepared, is all. Here's here's my thing. There's there's a missing child involved in this situation. Uh, I don't even know how I would begin to research this. Uh, so methods for research in the investigative mystery tag are uh, like uh, you can Google the monster. You can uh, like if you have access to any books, things like that, or, or interviewing subjects, things like that. I have a place where we could research, but it's a little bit away from here. Could I try the fixer feature to see if I can, like, time is of the essence. So, like, could I roll to see if I know someone nearby who, like, sells magic books or monster books? Absolutely. Dope. Give it a go. All right. Uh... Oh, well, that's not great. That's not great. That is a seven. Yeah, that's a seven. All right, what happens on a seven to nine? Uh, you know the person who can do it, but there's a complication. Uh, pick one. You owe them. They screwed you over. You screwed them over. I have a 
character from my background called the Baron, who is uh, someone in the magical community that I took advantage of. Um, oh, okay. I, I did not write anything about them other than that. So maybe they are someone who um, has like an occult shop uh, that is very classy mm. and they have books that might help nearby. Uh, okay. I think this is probably one of James's quote-unquote friends. Uh, <clears throat> I think that maybe at one point you have sat in on a business dealing between the two of them, and on its face, it was extremely minor, where James and him discussed uh, uh, like what sort of uh, decor they might have within each other's establishments, if they're allowed to advertise within each other's establishments. And they both agreed with a wholesome yes, and it seems like that neither of them experienced any amount of tension. But as they were talking so politely and so calmly, while you were having, while you were sitting out on this deal, it felt like you were in danger. Uh, and the Baron, uh, uh, let's say they, they do have like a little underground CD sort of, uh, not bookshop, but like one of those weird sort of like antique stores nearby. Uh, so I'll tell the, the crew, uh, look, I know somewhere nearby that might have information about whatever the fuck this thing is, but it's a dangerous place, and the person who runs it uh, doesn't like me very much. All right, if that is where you want to go, we can go there. I also have an option that's a little less close by that would more likely than not have uh, the books and information we need as well as some weaponry. I think it depends how how much time is of the essence. I can do like one thing right here and maybe it'll work and can get us started. And the important thing is that nobody ever says anything about what I'm about to do to anyone else. But the stone cold of it is, as far as I can see, we have a, a homeless man, a drifter, and uh, someone who's been using, so I don't think anyone's going to believe you anyway. And Beck wants to cast magic to uh, use investigative mystery. Okay, what do you what do you do physically? Uh, Beck uh, pulls up, like, Google Maps or something. Oh, no, no wait, I'm sorry. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if you try to use, like, Google Maps or something, or something that requires internet connection, it's going to phase out when you start. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking of flavor, but then I realized I wanted to ask a different question. Uh, Beck uh, pulls out uh, some powders from her lunchbox and pours them into, like, a nearby uh, puddle, and they start to, like, fizz a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's an 11. All right, hold two. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What is it going to do? What is being concealed here? When you use the old black magic, I can only ask one investigative mystery uh, question. Oh, yeah. I see this. Oh, it's so use magic, right? I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just okay. want to do what sort of creature is it? Uh, All right. With the idea being that maybe like the image of the creature would appear in the puddle. Yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking. As, uh, as you are... Uh, divining in this little puddle in a fucking parking lot. Uh, uh, what is what does Beck physically look like? Is she like meditating or is she like face in the water? Uh, I, I think Beck uh, has uh, like her eyes closed and kind of like screwed up. Uh, I think this is like uh, magic that she hasn't practiced that much. So I think it looks kind of strenuous. Mm -mm. Okay. In the, in the uh, in the water itself, uh, though your eyes are closed, uh, you can see in a sort of vision-like sense uh, that the water in front of you blips as if a droplet has been dropped into it, and as it ripples, uh, you can see this uh, strange figure uh, blocking most of it like a curtain. You can see uh, a little wrapped uh, uh, like kelp or weed cocoon around uh, uh, a person who is uh, 
visage is uh, shadowed at the time. As this curtain moves away, you can see that it was part of the body of the creature as it drifts uh, gliding across the water towards this cocooned person. You can see uh, like these strips of bark and moss that make a sort of dress or gown along their body. You can see little fingers like spiders' legs wrap around rocks and tree trunks that pull itself forward. No legs are walking it. It must drag itself slowly. As the, the image peers upwards and upwards, you can see this sort of hill-like haunch of a body and a hump back as it uh, as it uh, bows its head towards the, the, the victim. You can see that its face is gray and mottled, like parts of it are peeling away from being waterlogged. Its split lips had high jagged cliffs of teeth, and a split, broken nose warts dot its face, and hair like seaweed masks the rest of it. What sort of creature is it? This is a beldum, a form of hag. I have one eyebrow raised so high as I see her do magic. I am utterly fascinated. Can I look to June and be like, oh, oh, by the way, thanks for that uh, that aloe or whatever it was you slapped me with earlier. It really helped with the, the burning sensation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I appreciate you uh, coming to my rescue down there. Oh, uh, yeah, no problem. Um, you know. Everyone's uh, very polite. I'm gonna go light <laughs> up a cigarette. Uh, anyway, I can get one of those. Oh, Here, I got one, and I'll toss you one from my own. So, uh, to the, to the, to the Baron? Now that we have a lead here? Sure, I mean. Sure. Okay. Where, where, where's the Baron? Uh, he's, uh, his store is, like, right around the corner, I think. Why does this Baron fella hate you so much? Uh, I mean, hate is a strong, strong word there, uh, Sabrina. I don't think it's quite hate, uh, but, you know. He does not want to do business with you. Look, uh, like, you're, you're running some circles in the city, and that just means certain people are going to have issue with you, and, uh, I don't know, I, I think he he has, uh, you know, some some animosity towards maybe the, uh, the neighborhood watch I, I helped establish. Okie dokie. Well, we got no better options. Let's see if they've got anything. Then I'll hop just, in my car. Just, just everyone, like, you know, be be cool when we go in this place and, uh, you know, don't, don't let them see you sweat. It should be fine. I think I can pull off cool. And Beck does, like, a fucking nunchuck trick and then puts it back around <laughs> her neck. <laughs> I mechanically okay. have zero cool. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm you... uh I'm really charmed there. I also have none of that. <laughs> I like look around like did anyone get the joke? Like the you know the the, the show hasn't been off the air that long, like oh, charmed, you know? charmed. Didn't they do a uh a reboot? You get uh... in the car. <laughs> 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 You get in the car uh, and you drive towards the uh, the Baron's Manor, which is I'm uh, using a pager a still. <laughs> very nice. All of my references uh, are going to be very pager appropriate. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Baron's Manor is uh, beneath a like a Chinese food shop. Like it's it's like a seedy little back end thing that uh, is it's tiny as hell. Uh, it doesn't quite fit the name, but you see like little fake gold implements dot the the cellar window uh, as you pass by, and it has that sort of scripted gold letters that an express might have. And you can see the stairs. 
descending into the bottom when you arrive. The lights don't flicker on until you park. What do you do? I'll descend first, and um, uh, I'm pretty visibly jumpy, but that could also just be like the massive amount of shit I've snorted. Um, and I'll open the door like I own the place. You open the door like you own the place. As you uh, uh, walk in, it's something casual and calm. Uh, you can see that the the store is like lined uh, with various sort of accoutrements and, art and artifacts, supposedly, of the bygone eras. Uh, none of it really seems to mesh well together. This person doesn't have a good understanding of interior decor. Uh, but it's a lot of, like, glitz-style, like, golden dragon from the east. Like, in any universe, this person is not obeying certain, uh, like, cultural proprieties. Uh, like, they're just using whatever they can find to sell or mask whatever it is that they're doing. Uh, and at the front desk, we see, uh, over a glass case of, like, various jewelries, uh, a, a rather heavy-set man in a, a small suit with a long tie. They have, they are balding over top, and they have these tiny, round glasses. They hold a watch that they consistently check over and over again. And they greet you with a, well, hello. Good to see you again, Mr. Hearn. It's been a while. Yeah, good to see you too, Baron. I've come to uh, pay my respects, bury the hatchet as it were. Of course you did. What can I get for you? Uh, Michelangelo, what was the, uh, the name of that monster? Uh, a yep. bell dam. We're looking for a bell dam. Uh, I like to think of myself as a Raphael personally, but that's okay. You got the nunchucka though. Um, we uh, <laughs> we're looking for information on it. Do you have a book on it, perhaps? So we're just speaking plainly. I see. All right, all right. Yeah, they're in the know, my dude. Yeah, it seems to be a accidental situation where everyone knows what's going on. There is a long, labored sigh, and uh, the Baron seems to physically deflate as if they were puffed up by a helium balloon. Uh, and as they take the deep breath back in, they resume their sighs. I'm also going to double take back to Beck and be like, Hey, uh, just so you know, my favorite character is Casey Jones, so like, respect for the Raphael. Casey Jones is the best character. Yeah, Casey Jones rocks. Fair. Anyway, did Baron, did you come here from for mystical assistance, or did you come here to talk about Ninja Turtles? Cool it, Shredder. We're here for the book. <laughs> yeah, Boomer. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised you even caught the references. Uh, my favorite's Donatello. <laughs> Romy manipulated a person with a minus one. Uh, who? Uh, June. Uh, okay. Because you insulted them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I come to bury the hatchet. All right, chill out, Boomer. <laughs> Look, I got distracted. Fuck, yes! Two sixes! Hey. Plus two minus one, so that's still a 13. I think we all need to spend our help action, otherwise this won't work. Yeah. <laughs> There's another exhausted sigh uh, as they uh, uh, just want to get you out of here. They don't feel like dealing with you right now because uh, you're an asshole. And they, uh, uh... Well, you are what you eat. Okay. <laughs> and they direct you, like, a small stack of, uh, not, uh, books, but they have, like, a series of, like, weird pamphlets. Like, they're all in, like, trifolds, what have you. And it, if you've ever been to, like, a vi like a, like a board game store, and there's, like, a, uh, like, a big tub of game, like, trading card cards, it's like that, just with, like, a bunch of weird pamphlets sitting in it like they, they, like church like after the service there's all the tracks <laughs> yeah sure cool um yeah just because i joke about eating asshole doesn't mean i don't know about church uh so i go over to where the pamphlets are <laughs> Jesus. if anything you'll find the two correlate heavily <laughs> oh uh, i'll go over to where the 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 monster tracks are and i'll find one 
uh, about the the Boombladoo or whatever it's called. I'm and going to dig into researching with those things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't so much as do the reading. I like skim one of them and put it back. I'm like, all right, guys, like Donatello, get to work, man. I got do you some here. machines. <laughs> uh, all right. While they're doing that, can I just like absentmindedly be flipping through the book that I found earlier? And see if there's just happens to be any mention of this creature in the book that's by uh, the local author, Mr. Uh, Emmett Garcia Charlemagne. Absolutely. Uh, any of you may roll investigate a mystery if you like. And if you don't want to, you're also welcome to roll help out. Uh, I'll roll help out. And you can attach it to whoever needs it. Oh, I got a three. So I think that I'm like doing the math in my head, I'm like, fuck, if Beck is Raph, Cassius is clearly a party dude, so he's Mikey, and we got Donnie over there doing machines, that means I'm Leo, I fucking hate Leo! <laughs> mean H2 intention turtles, mean no. H2 intention turtles. <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're Casey Jones, I think the doctor's Leo. Uh, as, as you have this like, weird sort of outburst, um, uh, the Baron, who is a little... yeah. It was a little bit shorter than you. Uh, with a with a failure, I could take a hard move against you. Uh, uh, the Baron, who's a little bit shorter than you, puts a hand around your shoulder, and you feel like a weird tug on your head. Uh, and though you don't see it, he like thumbs a little bit of your hair into his sleeve. God damn! Am I marking experience for that? You do. Okay, <laughs> that's worth it. It's about time I have a terrible role. And... Uh, although I couldn't have been in like a, a more uncomfortable place. I know, this guy, I'm very ready for this. In three months, we fight your clone. <laughs> I can't wait. Beautiful. I got an 11 on in my investigative mystery. All right. Uh, anyone else? Since you're all there together, you can kind of like mix and match your, your questions if you want to wait for someone else to be done with theirs. Then... Did, did Soren roll investigative mystery? Yeah, I got a nine. Oh, can I, I'm going to help out to see if I can get it to a 10. For sure. Uh, that's a nine. All right, that brings him up to a ten, and Matt or Flint up to a ten. Uh, so that uh, both of you hold two. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What's being concealed here? Uh, what can it do? Probably. Uh, what can it do? Uh, the so you're reading through the little notes of the book that uh, that have been left behind. Yes. Uh, so as you are like thumbing through the book, you notice that you hadn't opened it before. Uh, Jude was like taking notes. Uh, the the story itself is about like a coven of witches, uh, and uh, Jude had in his experience, and you can see like page by page, it gets more and more in depth. Uh, been noting that there have been sort of strange jinx-like uh, circumstances around town, and uh, as he had been getting further and further into it. Uh, had been uh, interacting with them more and more, and they had in turn been interacting with him. Uh, what can it do? As far as Jude was able to decipher, uh, it has it can initiate like very bad luck circumstances, like electrical fires. Uh, it can perform surveillance through water if its minions bring it there. So like any sink doesn't do it, but if the uh, if uh, the water leaper brings its like home water to a place it can look through those puddles uh and then also classically uh, uh jude is of the opinion that if it's some sort of like swamp hag it probably has claws or strong teeth or something like that gotcha. what can hurt it well as a as a, a hag or a form of hag it's base it's technically a fairy which means that if nothing else iron is the way to go uh Trying to figure out if any of the uh, questions we can ask would uh, give us the do we have enough time to go gather gear or not? What is it going to do, maybe? Yeah, what is it going to do? Uh, sure. Uh, either one of you, who is asking this? So I'll, I'll give you the answer based on where you're getting your research from. Probably mine. Well, I feel like probably mine because I have Jude's notes. Fair enough. So he might have been in direct contact with it. Okay. Uh, Jude had been noticing that some of his stuff had been disappearing as he had been going about these things. 
uh, and uh, all of the things that were there were specifically like pictures of him as a kid or his like like one of his suits that he, he used to wear when he was younger uh, and he posits through his notes that what it's going to do is the Beldum will have some sort of weird desire to mother him before it eats him. Uh, so it'll, it'll, it'll like play out a weird roleplay scene of itself with him as a youngin, uh, but long before he'll succumb to anything. So you do have a little bit of time. Do we have any notion as to like how long we might have? Or? The risk gets higher. Uh, as time goes on, of course, if it decides that, like, you guys are getting too close, you, his best guess, based on the witches in the story, if they followed any real mythology, uh, was that it would take maybe two days. And it, and he has been gone at this point for about a day and a half. Yeah. So you got, like, like six hours, I think is your best guess. So enough time to head to my storage shed and then confront it. Imagine. I think so. Depends on how far your shed is. You got one last one. Do we know exactly where it is? Yeah, where is it? Okay. That's a that's a uh, good idea. Yeah, uh, well, as a, a water-based hag, it's going to occupy places that are, you know, wet and provide natural concealment. If its body is covered in moss, it's going to enjoy a lot of natural camouflage in the swamp. The best place to go, though, is a place where it can sort of use a spot as, like, a home. If it's going to mother a person, it's going to want, like, a little hut. Uh, where did it go? Uh, as you're, like, looking through these pamphlets, there's also, like, little maps in there. And there is an old sort of tourist attraction before people were not allowed to use it anymore. That there is, like, a big-ass hollowed-out tree in the Great Tupelo National Preserve that would make a fitting sort of hut for a hag and their supposed child. All right. So here's the deal. This thing can be hurt by iron. I don't have any iron on me right now. I got some iron where I live. I only live about 15 minutes away. We got about six hours to save the kid. We should also probably group up with the doctor, see if he has any additional weaponry. Weaponry, weaponry, weaponry. Yeah. Can I can I float an idea here? Yeah, sure. Why don't we just call this in as a tip? Collect the tip money. Let the cops handle the kid in the swamp. Cops ain't gonna do shit. Uh, uh, sirens can be pretty scary. I'm gonna agree with uh, Flint on this one. I don't think the cops are really gonna do much. They're they're they're. They're of no use here. The, the cops already, like, fail the public on mundane crime. What makes you think that they could handle anything supernatural? I'm not saying they're actually going to do anything. I'm just saying they pull up, you know, this forest creature might not want to tangle with a full police search of a forest. Who's this doctor, too? Doctor True. seems to be involved trying to save the kid, tried to save a bunch of people, knows what's going on. Okay. We haven't fully had the chance to uh, discuss how they know and why they know. All I know is they were covering for us while we were in the basement. Gotcha. So he's he's Splinter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, no, oh. no. I think he's the Leonardo and you're our Casey Jones. I'll take that too, just because I don't want to be Leo. I know. He's definitely a splinter situation. Yeah, Damn he's man. more splinter. Goddamn. That's fine. I'll be Leo. I don't I'm not happy about it though. Uh all right, let's let's I like your plan, Flint. Let's let's go gear up. All right, let's grab the doctor, head to my uh home and uh we'll go get this thing. Real quick. All right. Just have- but uh if we're going in, you just got to know I barely know you guys, so uh, <laughs> if, shit, if shit goes down, I'm just saying it wasn't my idea to go in there, and I'm not sure that I'll be the most, uh, you know. You have a gun, and you're our getaway driver. I have complete faith in you, and I think you're a good person for sticking through this to the end. 
but also if you do feel like your personal safety is in danger, you know, you got to take care of you. I get it, oh, man. Oh, I will. Yeah, respect. I do appreciate the uh, permission. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. No, I think that's fair enough. I don't really know what most of y'all's situation is, or this doctor. A lot of people all of a sudden are now on the radar, and it's a little disconcerting. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same exact thing. I spend all my time yelling about Bon Jovi being the Jersey Devil to kind of... I thought you thought Bruce Springsteen was the Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah, Springsteen. Uh, Jovi is the... uh, Angel that fights against Springsteen. I, I got a whole book on it. Back on your walkie-talkie that is in your uh, lunchbox. Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> you uh, hear a little click as it starts to, you know, classically spring to life in the way that walkie-talkies do. Uh, and you hear, don't leave the house. I'll be back soon. Stay safe. Make good decisions. Does the voice sound vaguely old and female? <laughs> Uh, no. Now it sounds older and male. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it's been doing that. Uh, I am, I got this vague idea that it, it's like recordings of Keaton's parents, but I don't know. I don't know where the signal's coming from or, or what's up, but this Uh, is supposed to be like a pretty secure channel. You all hop in, uh, the, the old car of Cassius Montgomery as you make your way towards Flint O'Hare's storage shed. Yep. As you arrive, what do they see, Flint? It looks like a standard self-storage container on the outside, save for it being completely covered in bumper stickers. Um, Coexist. Some of them have religious symbols on them. Some of them, those of you that use magic, would recognize as spell seals, some of them are just trashy bumper stickers. It almost seems like Flint doesn't know which ones are magic and which ones aren't, so he just threw them all on there. As he opens the door, the inside looks like a incredibly uh, well-organized mess is the best way I could put it. Just stacks of books and magazines... Uh, ranging anywhere from the Inquirer to uh, ancient tomes, uh, a mixture of genuine artifacts and flea market artifacts, neither, uh, once again, not being able to tell which is which. Uh, The current one he seems to be researching is the uh, Gold Helm of Mambrino, which uh, he seems to think will protect those pure of heart from harm. And up on the wall is weapons of all sorts, from guns to swords. Alrighty. And are you about to use the armory situation? Or I think you have an iron weapon, don't you? Yeah, for myself, I'm going to use the iron weapon. For everyone else, uh, I'm going to use the uh, armory and see if I can get some additional... Uh... Sure. Could you please read the armory uh, move for me? So, armory is one of the uh, traits of my haven, and it is I have a stockpile of mystical and rare monster-killing weapons and items. If I need a special weapon, roll plus weird. On a 10+, plus, I have plenty of it. On a 7-9, to nine, I only have the bare minimum. And on a miss, I have the wrong thing. So I already have an iron weapon for myself. I'm trying to see if I can get more for others. Sure. So that's Is it possible to help with this roll? Sure. Yeah, it would be like digging through my uh, storage shed that I live in. Exactly. Uh, and I'm hoping you succeed on helping because I only got a six and that's a failure. I rolled a nine. That, that'll do it. Uh, that brings us to a seven. You only have the bare minimum. Uh, I think what you have on you uh, isn't so much uh, like big like iron bullets or a great iron sword, but you do have iron tent spikes, uh, which are not nothing, but they will do the trick. As long as the monster has been harmed by its weakness, it becomes vulnerable to death. Uh, otherwise, you cannot kill it. So as long as one of you can get a spike in there, you'll be okay. 
or well, okay is a bit of an exaggeration, but you know and what I mean. I additionally have my iron, iron crowbar as my base gear. Yep. So I would like to try something. Uh, I'm guessing I have rope somewhere, like ropes easy sure. to get, right? Yeah, small, simple gear like a rope is fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to take two of those iron spikes and uh, create a pair of iron nunchucks. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, give me a straight sharp roll. All right, I'm good. Uh, sharp. Can I assist? Yeah, for sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, I got a nine. I got All an right. eight. Okay. So that brings us up to a nine. <laughs> and uh, hey, uh, can can one uh, Beck? Can you help us out so that we can like measure out the length of your nunchucks to get this to. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, nope, that's a five. Mark experience. Not uh, cool. Uh, so you uh, show them, and there's a difference in between your nunchucks and iron spikes in terms of weight <laughs> and uh, uh, like weight distribution and speed. Uh, so when you uh, use these, uh, there is a chance you may harm yourselves, not to your knowledge, uh, but they will do the job, but as part of the, it's a it's a mixed success, there's a chance you can hurt yourself if you do poorly. Can I enchant it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure. Yeah, That's you what can. I was <laughs> oh, I mean, by all means, Beck, they are your nunchucks. Oh, I mean, are you sure, are you, sure you don't want to use these? These are some, this is some sick chucks. No, I, uh, that's, that's not quite my style. Okay. Uh, uh, Beck has a, a Ziploc of soda tabs, uh, and let me do the roll. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, so Beck uh, casts um, Enchanted Weapon, and the soda tabs kind of float and start linking themselves like chainmail and wrap around the iron spikes to reinforce them and give them plus one harm and plus one magic. When my uh, glitch, glitch is the effect, is, if I do, if the effect is of a short duration, can they at least, you know, last long enough to go fight the monster? I will give you, if you took that one, I will give you one good shot against them with a magic on. <sighs> okay, yeah, sure. All right. Because it's the iron that really matters anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the the vulnerability makes it double damage, so the first one will be a good good shot. Nice. Assuming you hit, of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, and they yeah fucking soda tabs wrap around the iron spike nunchucks, and you have that in your inventory. I just want to go on record and say that I like that June's magic is like I do creepy spooky devil shit, uh, and uh, everything that. Uh, uh, Beck does is like junkyard dog magic. Yeah, it's all, it's all it's all components that she stores in a lunchbox. I love it. Yeah. Ah, a trashomancer. I, I mean, see. the person I'm learning from is is not a good person. Yeah, that's true. Uh, as you are affixing these to uh, the nunchucks, uh, the the uh, Vista Cruiser of uh, Doctor Garcia pulls up to the storage shed uh, to, you know, wave you guys down and be like, all right, is everyone ready to go? You know, he doesn't say that, but he, like, waves to you and, like, thumbs up. Yeah. yeah you got has, iron? Has any of our uh, harm healed? None of you have rested, so no. Okay. Uh, can I try to heal a harm? Yeah, sure. Five, two. I'll try go to for it. get rid of at least one of them. Uh, yep, that's a 12. What does that look like? Uh, Beck pulls out, um, uh, band-aids and just slaps, like, three Hello Kitty band-aids, uh, on her arm, uh, and, uh, like, the, the wound kind of rapidly heals. Uh, alright. Uh, as, as you do this, uh, Dr. Garcia, like, gives, like, a wide-eyed, like, what? Oh, we can do magic now? He doesn't say that, but he, it's on his face. 
you um, saw nothing. I, I can't stress this enough, man. You saw not a thing. Or I will I will ruin your career. Wait, I thought you were already in the what now. Are you guys talk, what are you guys talking about? He, he puts a hand up and says, no, I, I understand. No threats necessary. June looks like shit, by the way. Yeah. But hasn't said anything about it. What's everyone talking about? What's uh what's what's going on? There is like a look of suspicion at uh at Cassius and he points to him and uh like then points to you guys like eh, the signal like is this guy? This I, guy now? I, 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 I like just shrug at him. Same. <laughs> There's no like equivalent to an insight check to be able to tell <laughs> whether Cassius understands or not. So <laughs> this will remain unsolved. Uh, he approaches Cassius and says, excuse me, uh, what is your name? Uh, Cassius. Cassius, my name is Dr. Emmett Garcia Chalamet. We're going to oh, have a lot to talk. Your book yes. is very good. Thank you. Uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about in the next few hours. But first, someone's in danger. So just play along. Oh, yeah, well, I know that. No, I, I'm. Yeah, no, I get that. But he he puts just, the hands out for you to shake. What? what um, uh, it's very nice to meet you. I enjoy your work, and I'm gonna shake his hand. Oh no! <laughs> Thanks. Is everyone is everyone ready? Yeah, you got any iron? No. It sounds like you have a good idea of what we're working with here. Yeah, we're dealing with a. Uh... I believe it's a Beldum. And we f there's like a, a screen flip as we fill him in. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. And you think these iron nunchucks are the ticket? I trust your judgment. That's what you found. She in, in retrospect, it could have been two discreet iron daggers, uh, but we decided to sort of put it all into one basket and we made chucks. Uh, I mean, if the if they break, it's you were just gonna have the two daggers again, right? You, like it's you use nunchucks. I just tried to arm you with what weapon you're most comfortable with. I appreciate it. All right, I have iron nails and a nail gun, so I suppose that's the best I can do. That'll help. He like rummages through his trunk, and he has like a bunch of like workman's tools, and adjusts to grab like regular ass iron nails and, and loads those in. I don't understand how all of us ran into each other in one specific terrible day, but I'm happy that it happened. It's nice to know that there are other people doing the good work out there. Yes, yes. So are we splitting the reward money even, or is it- Shut what? up, Cassius. <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting the cars. 